more of a comment that needs clarification. If people left it all in God's hand, then they would stop trying for a specific goal, saying, oh, it is not working, I will not try anymore. It must not be the will of God. How do we know that this specific goal just needs extra work or is not God's will? As I said, if you follow all the steps that I mentioned, you will be able to know God's will. For example, St. Paul knew it is God's will to preach in Macedonia. So do you think his preaching in Macedonia was very easy? No. In Philippi, he was put in prison. He was stoned. But now, knowing this is the God's will in his life, to preach there, he endured all of this. He did not say simply, no, it's not the will of God, and he left it. Uh, for example, if somebody is called to priesthood or monasticism, first you pray and you follow certain steps to make sure that this is the will of God. Once you know it is the will of God, and you became a monk or a nun or a priest, yes, you will face many difficulties and many challenges. You are not going to say, it is not the will of God, I will go back. No. So, number one, I will know for sure it is the will of God through the steps that I mentioned. Once I know the will of God and I have peace in my heart about it, then I will Pursue it, no matter what are the challenges that uh, facing me. If we go up to heaven, will we see three or one? Mean the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, or one? You know, we know what's revealed to us in the scripture. That's what we know. Uh, and what's not revealed to us in the scripture, we cannot uh, expect or predict. We know from some visions, like the vision of Daniel, and from the book of Revelation, chapter 4 and 5, we know that Daniel saw the father and we know that John uh, the theologian saw the father and the son like a lamb we know also John the Baptist saw the Holy Spirit like a dove so these are visions but what actually will be in heaven we don't know it's not revealed to us uh, St. Paul and St. John said, we don't know what will happen to us there. It's not revealed to us. How to get out of the lukewarm cycle? Two things very important here. Number one, coercion. You need actually to force yourself 
the Lord said, kingdom of God will take it by force. You need to force yourself into the kingdom of God. All of you are in, in school here. If, uh, if you don't have desire to study, you will push yourself to study. Otherwise, you will fail. So you need to push yourself to pray, to go to church, to read the scripture, to fast. Push yourself. Number two, there are certain things actually in the past touched your heart. Maybe a sermon, maybe a Christian song, maybe a certain book, maybe a certain chapter from the scripture, a story of one of the scenes. Go and reread the book. Go and re-listen to this song. Go and uh, listen to this sermon again. And because before it touched you, it will touch you again. So, number one, coercion. Force yourself, push yourself. Number two, see what helped you before and it will help you again. How can I be faithful in doing God's will? For his will is not easy way, nor it is the simplest. The struggle exists in not knowing why God wants us to do what he calls us for. Maybe we don't know why God wants me to do this. But what we know, for sure, if we do it, we'll be blessed, happy, joyful, and in peace. That's what we know for sure. Uh, At the end, it's your choice. If you choose not to be faithful in doing God's will, then you will lose this happiness and joy and peace. Does it need to struggle? Yes. Definitely it needs to struggle. But God will not leave you in your struggle. He will be with you, supporting you, giving you the wisdom that you need, entering with you into all your pains and struggles and difficulties. He will never forsake you nor leave you. With this trust, it will be easy for you to be faithful to do God's will. How do, you, how do you revive a service that's fading away or dying? Uh, number one, you need to know from where it dropped. What are the reasons it is dying or faded away? Number two, you need actually to avoid these reasons. The number three, you need to re- redo the first work when this ministry started. For example, if we have a very successful youth meeting and then start to die and fade away. So number one, we will study why it faded away. Number two, we will correct all these reasons that contributed into dying of this service. Number three, 
we will do the first work when it was a very powerful uh, a youth meeting. Youth meeting. How do you know when a door is closed by God? As I told you, you will not have peace about this way. When you ask many people, many people will not be comfortable about this way. As I told you, God is not author of confusion. God will send you certain signs or verses or messages that this is not the way. So, and when actually you try to knock on this door or to pursue it, you will find many challenges. So when you put all these things together, then this door is not for you, it's closed. Why did we have to inherit the original sin? We are born with the original sin because simply we were in the loins of Adam when Adam sinned. That's why St. Paul in Romans chapter 5 said, All have sinned. All have sinned. And in the Gregorian liturgy, we say, One plant you instructed me not to eat of it. Of it only I did eat. How I ate from this plant, I was in Adam. So the humanity, the whole humanity, sinned in Adam, in the loins of Adam. So why? Because I was in the loin of Adam. That's the answer to your question. What is the orthodox stance concerning predestination? How should we answer question about predestination? Actually, two weeks ago, I gave a whole lecture about predestination from orthodox perspective uh, in the OCCM in Tampa, in USF. And this lecture on the SoundCloud or on the YouTube, there is a channel for me in SoundCloud, His Grace Bishop Yusuf, and if you write my name and then you write predestination, you'll find the lecture. Also, same channel, another channel on YouTube, and you can find the lecture there. But simply, predestination, as St. Paul explained in Romans chapter 8, whom he foreknew, he predestined. So the predestination is based on the foreknowledge of God. So his foreknowledge, he, whom he foreknew, he predestined. But it's, it's a long lecture. You can listen to it. Uh, and if you don't find the link, you can text me and I will send you the link to the lecture. How does one know what is the gift that God has given them? 
if there's something that is supposed to be revealed at a certain time, is there anything can do to speed up the process of finding our gift? Yes. Uh, you, you, you can pray about it and God will help you to reveal your gift uh, for you. Also, you can listen to the feedback from the people. People can give you feedback. For example, people will tell you, uh, you have leadership qualities, or people will tell you, you know, when I talk to you, I feel comfortable. Maybe the gift is counseling. Or you are good in administration. Uh, so listen to the feedback uh, from the people. I remember one time I was giving also, doing a workshop about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So I um, can, about group of 12, so I asked everyone to write down what he believes that his gift is. We read the gifts, uh, there are four references to the gifts. In Romans 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Peter chapter 4, and Ephesians chapter 4. So we wrote all the list that's mentioned in the scripture. And I said to them, I want you everyone to write the gift that he believes he has it. Then I asked actually everyone to write the gift that he believes in the rest of the group. So I believe this person had this gift. I believe this person has gift. So each one actually had a feedback from the 11 person who are in the room, beside what he believes his gift. And then when they start reading this, many of them said, yes, that, that, yes, I, I know for sure this is my gift. Um, so listen to the feedback, pray about it, and see what God made you good at it. This actually will be your gift. In regard to mental health, how do I discern between being spiritually lacking and experiencing a mental health issue that needs to be professionally addressed, like an anxiety or depression or whatever? The rule here, number one, we need to exclude any mental health issue. So if you are doubting or you are not sure, seek first professional uh, help to exclude that it is mental health issue. If it's excluded, they told you, no, you, you are good, there is nothing wrong, then we, we, we can discuss it spiritually. And both of the time it can be both spiritual lacking beside mental health issues, so it can be both together. But I like first to exclude any mental health issues, so seek professional help first. How can we remember God when we are struggling before things get bad? It's not about remembering God. If we are in the relationship with God, 
then God will not be forgotten. The fact that how can I remember God means that God is forgotten until I need him. But if I'm in relationship with him, God will not be forgotten. So, to answer your question, how can I remember God? Be in relationship with him. Not on a daily basis, and not on hourly basis, but from second to second and from minute to minute. Keep your eye on God all the time. Then, when you are struggling, it will never get bad. It will never get bad when you are struggling. I am trying to read more of the Bible during the Great Fast, but I am not sure how to read or even where to start. Do you have any recommendation for books I should start with or what I should read during uh, the Great Fast? You know, if you don't, if you did not read the New Testament at all, start with the New Testament, start from Matthew. If you read the Gospels but not the letters of St. Paul, start from Romans and the letter of St. Paul. If uh, you feel the letters of St. Paul will be difficult, you can start from the Catholic letters. They are easy. James and, and John and Peter and Jude. Uh, in the Old Testament, uh, the book of Psalms, the book of Proverbs, and the book of Sirach are very, very good books, especially in your age. These are books of wisdom. It will grant you wisdom that all of us, we need in our life. So, Sirach, Proverb, and a Book of Psalms are very important to read. Glory be to God forever and ever.